But with that in mind, welcome to Scavenger's Hunt. So, um, what is this new show, Scavenger's Hunt? Well, is it new at this point? Yeah, I think we're the... It's new. We're the second or third, I think. Second episode, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah episode two. Yeah. So, well, what is Scavenger's Hunt? Well, to the best of my knowledge, it's a rotating cast of scavengers, members, and people who typically don't talk to each other or are on different shows, and we just get to interact with each other, and then you get to see the see what happens. Yeah. Does that sound about right? That's yeah, right to me. it's just a chance for us to hang out and for people to get to know scavengers, creators, and hosts, you know, outside of the format of their shows. So Yes. Absolutely. Uh, well, we haven't actually introduced ourselves yet. Uh, so actually, well, since I'm talking, I guess I'll go first. My name is Alex. <laughs> I've been on a variety of shows, including Journey Under 30, Myth Takes, and a soon-to-be-released music podcast. And I'm Lindsay Nelson, and I am half of Historical Hotties, uh, the show where we pick a different historical figure, category of historical figure every week, and try and figure out which one's the biggest babe. And I also play Noctis on Myth Takes. And I'm James Anderson. Um, I am the host of Blinking You'll Miss It. I am a co-host on Newsies Minute and upcoming new uh, By the Minute podcast uh, in 2020. Um, which has not been announced yet, and mm. I am also the host, or I guess the MC, or I'm not really sure what you'd call it, of um, Wham Juice, Wet Hot American Moon Juice, which is a NaNoWriMo podcast uh, featuring um, <laughs> a bunch of people from the Scavengers mm-hmm. Network. I'm sort of the, the beginning and end host. I'm not a writer. They are, and I just talk to you them. You just announced the writing. Exactly. I, I yeah. sort of talk yeah. to them about their process <laughs> at the beginning and end, and then during the middle, they're going to talk about it. So I've already, I have two more episodes coming out today and, or tomorrow and, and Friday, and then I'm done until December. So, and uh, I've also been on a bonus episode of Myth Takes. Yes, the Christmas episode, yeah. uh-huh. right? Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. So I was I was going to make a joke about asking Lindsay what the length of her show is and then asking you what the length of your shows are, but then I forgot that you had other shows, and I just remembered Blanco and you miss it, and I was going to make a joke about, wow, this is going to be a really long show for you. But I'm like, wait, no, you do other shows too. What's wrong with me? Yeah, they're all yeah. really sh- short. All my shows are, are fairly short on the Scavengers Network, though. Like, I think 20 minutes is, is getting a little bit like... All right, we're kind of dragging <laughs> things out here, I guess. Because, yeah. 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 Whereas my show on average is about an hour and can sometimes, if we have multiple guest hosts or a really juicy topic, can stretch beyond that. When it's mm-hmm. like 45 minutes, I'm like, oh man, they were really trucking along in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> they had a really yeah, good sometimes, attention. <laughs> sometimes Whitney and I just hit a groove when it's just the two of us and we get through it all really fast. But sometimes, like on the recent uh, Sold Their Sold to the Devils episode, we just can't stop talking about the people and go for two full hours. <laughs> Amazing. And what about you, Alex? How long is Journey Under 30 generally? Well, with uh, Journey Under 30, we haven't actually had a, both of us be on an episode in a while, so I guess about zero minutes. Okay. And then so what I guess about- it's going to be like a year for me. <laughs> what about your new your new music podcast? What, do you, what, what are you shooting for there? Uh, for that, we're, we're shooting for like between 30 minutes and an hour because it's it's going to be like a deep dive into a really specific piece. So it's, 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 it's very niche, but I'm, we're trying to make it not super niche because music... Like the study of music can be kind of intimidating for some people, but I want to make it not intimidating because yeah. that's like part of my job. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what have you guys been up to recently? We have Halloween coming up. What do you guys have planned for that? Anything fun, festive, spooky? 
Halloween itself, I'm just going to be uh, scaring trick-or-treaters at my house as Good. I normally do. But a couple <laughs> days after, my normal Halloween party is that every year I throw a dinner party based off of a different gothic novel. Um, and they're usually an eight or nine course dinner. And I've done Dracula and Jekyll and Hyde and the picture of Dorian Gray. This year, my theme is the poems of Edgar Allan Poe. So Aww, each course is going to be a different poem. I bet awesome. people are going to be raving about that one, Lindsay. It's going to be so good. Boop. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, James? Um, uh, well, I'm, my kids tell me that it's a hundred percent chance of rain tomorrow on Halloween, so I'm not yeah. sure. I guess we're going trick or treating, but like, I'd love not to uh, if it's going to be raining. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, the only good costume for rain is like the Gordon's Fisherman or something sure, like you that. Could, yeah, or Gordon's ghost. Fisherman or the. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know what you did last summer, guy, which is the same costume but with a hook. Yeah, except in black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, they're carving pumpkins actually out in the kitchen as I as we speak, which is fine because I'm that's not my thing either. So I don't know really. I guess scary movies are my Halloween thing. Yeah. I don't really do costumes. I'm so, I'm not really sure. I guess I guess scary movies. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll put yeah. on like I like a good scary movie Scream or something. Anyways, yeah. What about you, yeah. Alex? Well, so on the t- on the topic of scary movies, so I'm a big wimp and I can't do scary movies, but like the rest of my family can. It's, yeah. It, I, I guess like it missed me by a generation. Uh-huh. So, but uh, so the... Got a Wikipedia that, that shit. Yeah, basically. Actually, I have an aunt who's a ghost hunter, but I guess that's for a different different episode. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get there. Uh... <laughs> I, I guess it's in line for Halloween. I don't know. But uh, so I, I kind of did my Halloween thing actually last week. So I did a, um, a live film score to Nosferatu, which was really fun. Awesome. Yeah. I've seen one of those before around Halloween and it's really fun. Yeah. Well, and it was, it was interesting because it, it was like all ambient noisy kind of stuff. So it wasn't like, like specific songs or anything, but we tried to make it spooky. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like, how, how do you feel like it went? I feel like it went really well up until the second half. Oh Yeah. Then it, so I'm not gonna make a suck joke because it's vampire. Well, it, I'm not well, it, do it, that. I would, to be honest. But so what? It, <laughs> I was gonna say you made the Raven joke. Why are I, you holding back now? Because <laughs> I'm trying to restrain myself. <laughs> There's only three of us. You don't need to restrain yourself. All right, fine. So what it ha- well, so I was controlling the live sound for everything, and like the mixer and everything. And during the intermission, I brought the master fader down, so there was no sound going out. Mm. But my uh, collaborator set up his guitar amp beforehand, and that was blasting at me. So as far as I was concerned, we were still getting sound. Then we started the second half, and I didn't turn the master fader back up. Oh, no. So we, st- I still had, we still had sound coming out of the guitar amp, but I, d- I couldn't tell there was no sound coming out of anything else until right at the end. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> that's a shame. Yeah. Do you think people thought it was intentionally just like, oh man, spooky and quiet? I th- I think so. Like, it, yeah, t- for about like thirty <laughs> minutes. Well, and pu- pull it up right at the end. People said it sounded cool, so hopefully, yeah, they, they meant <laughs> yeah. it. We'll see. <laughs> I really want to play the the game that Lindsay suggested. I'm I, I'm 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 
champing at the bit here to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so we were talking about possible, you know, hanging out, chatting games we could play. And there's something that's been stuck in my head for a while because I'm a big nerd and I'm a huge public radio nerd. And I have long felt that there's a weird kinship, a weird similarity between <laughs> names of like accessory Star Wars characters and names of NPR contributors. <laughs> so we're going to play Star Wars character or NPR contributor. And I'm going to give you guys a name and you guys are going to guess. You could either do it competitively or you can do it cooperatively, however you want to do it. I love collaboration. That's that's my jam. So I, I, I think we should try and defeat the game. Let's do it. All right. Your first name is going to be Sola Naberi. Sola Naberi. Sola Naberi. Okay. I feel like if it was like an N and then an apostrophe in Barry, mm-hmm. that would make it seem like well, I guess it'd make it go either way. I think this is NPR because I think that our host is trying to trick us into thinking of Han Solo. My inclination is towards NPR for this one. Yeah, NPR. That is a Star Wars character. Dang it. Really? Oh. That is the human female from the planet Naboo who is the sister of Senator Padme Amidala. Dang oh, okay. That's, that's really accessory. All right. All <laughs> it right. did say accessory <laughs> character. All right. All right. All right. All right. Shake it off. Shake it off. Here we go. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Here we go. Okay. So our next person is Dr. Chaley Lona Afra. All right. Let's see. Let me do that. Doctor. Doctor. Hmm. hmm. Wait, I, Dr. Afra. That's Star Wars. That that's, is Star Wars. That's absolutely. She's Got awesome. Got one. Awesome. <laughs> she is an evil archaeologist. <laughs> she is. She kicks ass. I just was introduced to her this summer. To, to say that I'm in love with a Star Wars character is a little overboard, but she is amazing. You almost had me. You almost had me with that, uh, with the middle names, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I thought a doctor would be good for yeah, you. Because no, there's absolutely. lots of doctors yeah. who work for NPR. <laughs> that makes sense. Your next person is Jarl Mohan. I, here's my thoughts. I just don't believe that, that Lindsay would put three Star Wars characters in a row. I think she's trying to trick us, potentially. What is it? The gambler's fallacy, where it's like, well, it's it's been yeah, hailed six times in a row. Obviously. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Just to be a contrary, I'm going to say it's Star Wars. All right, I'll go with Star Wars. Okay, it is NPR. It is the president emeritus of the NPR Foundation. Dang it! Uh, <laughs> we got one one out of three. <laughs> All right, so here's your next one, uh, Jeremuch Colton. All right, I'm going to need to look at this one. Well, lucky you, I have it in text form right here. <laughs> well, the Colton makes me want to think it's NPR. Me too. But the Jeremach makes uh, yeah, me Jer- wonder no, if they're from this planet. Jeremuch? It could be Jeremach. Uh, some of these things I've only read, so. I think that's Star Wars. I think she just gave it away. I, I uh, Okay, if we're, we're, we're working together. I'll go with you. Let's say Star Wars. You are correct. That is the pilot of the Tantive Three in Revenge of the Sith. Nice. I, nice. I have one of the biggest, I don't know what to even call it, of my life is talking to people about Star Wars books that I'm reading and being like, it's so good. There's this character. <laughs> their name starts with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> I read it. I recognize the person. I love them. 
Yeah, uh, there's some vowels in there. <laughs> 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 looks like it's two names put together and the word the yeah. letters were all jumbled. <laughs> to me, it looks sort of like <laughs> Stephanie, but uh, it's not that. <laughs> but there's a V in there somewhere, so I don't know what, yeah. Right. So it's actually Jevony. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I think I think we need to register that as a as a trademark right away because I think George Lucas might be monitoring. <laughs> Is that the next Myth Takes character? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just we just Colin. Right I know here. you're listening, so that's <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. His next name is Nedja Ulabi. All right, Nedja Ulabi. Oh man, oh. You know what's funny about this about this game is that it really exposes some Americocentrism of like my knowledge of names and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards NPR. I'm I'm feeling the same. Yeah, NPR. Let's say NPR. Yeah, you guys are correct. Nessa Ulubi is a reporter for NPR, and she uh, is one of my faves. So Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Glad we didn't get that one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger. That sounds so much like an NPR name that I refuse to believe it's anything but a Star Wars name. Well, Ezra is, <laughs> I don't want to say an actual name, but I know of people with the name Ezra. So I, I've heard of people named Ezra, and I've also heard of people with names better than Ezra. So I think that um, it's definitely for sure a real name. I believe it's a biblical name. So, well, Star Wars biblical or like NPR? No, biblical? like for real, like Earth biblical. But I, but that's why I think that this. Well, which Earth? <laughs> uh, Earth, this one, the one that we're we're recording from. The NPR one or the Star Wars one? Oh, I think that it's Star Wars <laughs> because it looks so much like I can imagine an NPR host named Ezra Bridger yeah. hosting like you know World Affairs or whatever. Um, yeah. That's why I think it's a Star Wars character. And with the last name, like it, it's kind of like my own last namesake too, where it comes from the. Tra- I feel like it comes from the tradition of like n- your last name is your job. Yeah. Like my last name is Taylor, and I figure like at some point in my history, it was because there was someone who was a Taylor. Yeah. But with absolutely. an I as opposed to a Y. Yeah. So. As opposed to Lindsay and my names, which are family names, Anderson yeah. and Nelson. Yeah. Yes. Although Lindsay is a Scottish last name, and it means from the Isle of Serpents, which is. Uh, Badass, if I may say mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked it, thanks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm leaning towards Star Wars just because this seems like such a slam dunk NPR name. And this is how I take tests, by the way. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a glimpse into my academic career for better or worse, for mostly worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, but I, but so I, will, say I will defer NPR. to you if you think it's NPR. Do you think it's NPR? Yeah. Okay. Ezra Bridger is a 14-year-old con artist, thief, and pickpocket living on the outer rim of the world of Lothal. <laughs> and he can use the Force. He is uh-huh. a Star Wars character. Dang it. Uh, Until you said outer rim, it could have still been an NPR contributor. But <laughs> A 14-year-old pickpocket NPR contributor? I mean, yeah. you never know. don't you want to hear from the teenage pickpocket community? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the radio, yeah. I mean, I, the NPR does interview a very wide swath of people, you know, and they actually do have a program for like kids to who are interested in radio yeah. that they do at public schools. So, wasn't there also a uh, a kid who conned his way into being a doctor? Uh, yes, he just got out of jail recently. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Aaron. Hey, James. What are you watching? Newsies. Oh, I love that movie. What minute are you on? What? What minute are you on? I think my favorite minute is probably minute 37. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just watching the movie. You know there's a way more intense way to watch Newsies. There is? Absolutely. Watch it minute by minute along with Newsies Minute. Oh, you mean the new podcast on the Scavengers Network. Yep. The one that we're the hosts of. Uh, well... Well, well, yeah. That sounds awesome. When do new episodes come out? Every weekday. Now that's good news. Newsies Minute. Soak them for crutchy. All right, your next name is Mina Bontari. Oh, Bontari sounds like such a Star Wars name. But is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but hold on. It's spelled... What are your thoughts? Is it more of a Twi'lek name or more of a human name? I think it looks it looks more like a like a Corellian name, honestly. Yeah. Or like an like an inner rim like Coruscant name or something like that. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna get super granular, would it be from an accessory character from a movie or from one of the games? I would say books, but that's just me. Are you pulling from just canon, Lindsay, or are you? No, I'm I'm going from the expanded All universe. Right, cool, cool, cool. So I, yeah. I would I would always just defer to books just because there's so many. Yeah. Although. Sh- I don't know. I, I'm 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 a little stumped on this one just because I'm going back and forth about. Lin, when when Lindsay like is solid on the pronunciation, it either means it's an NPR person that she's heard their name pronounced, or it's a character from like Star Wars Rebels or whatever where the name has been pronounced. Um, I will have to say I have listened to a couple of audiobooks. Uh, there you go. There you go. So uh, what I'm saying is that that line of thinking actually is insanely unhelpful because it could be either. So, um, so it's more of a gut reaction sort of. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess I'm sort of, I think I'm leaning towards NPR. Okay, I will double down with you. Okay. She is a separatist senator in the Clone Wars. (laughs) (sighs) Damn separatists. Separatist senator from the Clone Wars. Damn separatists. Oh, from the Clone Wars. That's, (laughs) uh uh-huh, yep. See? Yep. I I can always pretend like I'm right if the one thing checks out. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like I said. You'll have to analyze what you think of my pronunciation of the next name. Okay. (laughs) Come on, Mara Jade. Come on, Mara Jade. Kai Rizdal. Oh, okay. Oh, that's... That's absolutely Star Wars. I, I'm not positive like I was with Dr. Afra, but... Oh, man, now... Dang it. <sighs> I yeah, don't know. Well, I can... Okay, my gut reaction is Star Wars, because the last name is throwing yeah. me off. YSS feels like it's only in Star Wars. Yeah. Can you say it one more time? Kai Rizdal. Yeah, that's Star Wars. I think so, too. Oh, you guys need to listen to Marketplace, Dang man. It. it is a good show. <laughs> <laughs> From the Star Wars universe, right? <laughs> the marketplace. Uh, no, from on. the NPR universe. But this is why Kai Rizdal is actually the first person who made me think of this as a game. It sounds because like because Kai Rizdal is such, especially like you were saying with the spelling. Yeah. Kai Rizdal seems like a very Star Wars name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're on our last couple. Okay. But your next one is Shankar Vidantam. Are you sure that's not Halo? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not guaranteeing that there aren't characters that have a similar name, you know, somewhere else, possibly. But uh, I did not pull any names from Halo. This feels like uh, NPR. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm leaning heavily on NPR. Me too. You guys are correct. Yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Ty knew that one. 
<laughs> yep, he has a really amazing show called Hidden Brain, which oh, is all about neurology. I've listened to Hidden Brain. Maybe that's why it was in my head that it was NPR. Maybe. You had a memory deep in your <laughs> subconscious. Hidden in my brain. Which Shankar Vedantam could tell you all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your next person is Jad Abumrad. Jad Abumrad. Yeah, Ty is guessing NPR. I, yeah. I, I'm sort of feeling NPR too a little bit. Yeah, Jad I mean, the name, name Jad. But that could be a nickname for something longer. It could be. Let's go with NPR. Ty says no doubt. I don't know if he's bringing up well, the Scott band or what. Well, NPR <laughs> or or no doubt. A, I'm pretty solid name. on the members of No Doubt, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shorter game, NPR and No Doubt. Yeah, I mean, there's far fewer members of No Doubt than there are of either Star Wars or NPR. Two totally different levels of success. Ever since uh, Gwen Stefani did that guest stint on All Things Considered, it's been very confusing, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she merged the universes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the NPR extended universe. (laughs) So I think Jad Abramad is NPR. Yeah. Jad Abramad is NPR. All right. Oh. Uh, He hosts, he's the co-creator of Radiolab. Oh, nice. He also hosts More Perfect, but uh, Radiolab is probably his most well-known. All right. Tan Devo. Yeah. Now, is that like that band when they... uh, Oh, no, it's not. Like in the summer? Okay, it's Tan Devo with an I. (laughs) Tan it good. Um. Actually, let me me, me, me try that again. (laughs) Tan it good. Actually, I don't think they used a lot of reverb in there. I don't know. I I feel like this is... I feel like this is Star Wars. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. You guys nice. are correct. He is a Coruscant police inspector. I like to think that, was, what was he on? A police what inspector. Okay. <laughs> I like All to think whoever wrote it originally called him Stan Devo, <laughs> and they were like, no, come on. No. <laughs> Just replace the vowel. <laughs> That's a thing already. Come on. Okay. <laughs> All right, last one. You guys have Don right. Gagne. I am going to say NPR on this one. I think it's. I think this is NPR. Yeah, I'll say NPR. <laughs> well, you guys definitely improved as that game went on because Don Gagne <laughs> right. is a White House correspondent for NPR. That is awesome. Oh, that was that was cool. a lot um, harder than I thought it was going to be. Me too, actually. And I don't know why I thought that like it was going to be super <laughs> easy. <laughs> like clearly. <laughs> Honestly, I have enough names to go twice as long. I just figured there'd be, you know, a little bit of listener fatigue at some point. Oh, I can just edit it. Yeah, just edit it the ones where we got them right. Um. (laughs) Yeah, so it'll just be... Wow. (laughs) Great job, James. You got it all right. (laughs) You guys are wonderkin at this very weird game I made up. Absolutely. But yeah, no, Kyra's doll was definitely should totally Man. be a Star Wars character. So oh, yeah. that's. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like, it would need like a couple more apostrophes and maybe like a, a, a like a silent like or like, or you could consonant somewhere in there. His his he could like be Z, his, like right his, after uh, the G species could be the Riz doll <laughs> and just like go that Star Wars trope where it's like this person's name is it'd be like James Human. He's like Kai like, of the Riz doll. <laughs> I love that one too. That was awesome. That was awesome. 
Yeah, that was. That was awesome. I'm glad you guys had fun because uh, that's a, a thing that's lived in my brain for a little while now that I wanted great, to you do. Did, you've done a great job of uh, of compiling a very challenging list. <laughs> so thank you. So I, I feel like that'd be either be like a really good podcast or a really, a really either a really short but good podcast or like a really good bit. Like a recurring yeah. bit on a yeah. podcast. Well, definitely reminded me of the quiz and finish it. Yeah, there's definitely enough uh, both NPR contributors and Star the, Wars I, characters me, to do multiple installments of that game. Get, every, oh, yeah. get, get <laughs> the person who's trying to figure it out so fatigued that like you feel, you throw in like Darth Maul and they're like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> even if they struggle <laughs> and at see if all, they miss it or not, yeah, <laughs> then you've broken them. <laughs> When you have to set like a five second timer, yes. so it's like it, it has to be like rapid fired. <laughs> Star Wars, NPR, NPR, Star Wars, oh, Star Wars. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did give you guys a lot of time to digest. That's so. true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's fun listening to your arguments. So of yeah. like why you think I immediately name one thing mistrust or the, other. the question asker. <laughs> well, I don't know if the extra time even helps because then it's like that gives you time to like yeah, run exactly. through all you start the names. To question that you know. your gut feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and is this like a human name or is this like a yeah, and then exactly, you realize oh wait no it's exactly. an actual person's it's name it's either it's fake and I've called it or <laughs> I've just called someone's name it sounds made up so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so really this is just an exposure mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so what uh, I think a good like uh, revealing about your personality sort of question is if you uh, had to live in a fictional universe, it can be from movies or TV or books or video games or whatever. But what yeah. fictional universe would you choose to and live in? I, I added I liked added a little bit of a monkey wrench. Uh, and then if you could take an item or a character from another universe and bring it with you, who would you what, who or what would you bring? If you can't answer both of them, you just answer the first the, mm-hmm. the universe one. But I was sort of thinking Star Trek, but with lightsabers yeah. is sort of where I got the question from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could probably make a lightsaber in Star Trek, so I wouldn't... I mean, Star Trek is, I think, the real answer, because you're tempted to right. do something like... I mean, I'm tempted to do something like Harry Potter or, you know, Lord of the Rings, but they yeah. seem to have, like, a yeah. big genocidal war every 30 years in Harry Potter, and it's got yeah. all of the problems of the real world. You just also get magic, right. but you still like to right. have have to have a job and pay a mortgage and stuff like that. Um, it's all contemporary problems star wars for actually or way too violent and disruptive all the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though you get to travel through space doctor who likewise is all the real world problems you know with but you do get space travel as well star trek (laughs) is the most if you're just a regular person uh prosperous peaceful like utopian universe i think that's that you have access to a holodeck so you can spend time in all of those other universes (laughs) but live in a place Uh where money doesn't exist and guys from iowa can run ships that'd be really nice actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly so you can do a bunch of, you know, yeah. uh, explorative adventure if you want to, but you can also just live on Earth and I run a restaurant like and never have to worry about paying a bill in your life. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could bring a lightsaber from the Star Wars universe. That's <laughs> that'd be part of your. Like shit. I said, I'm yeah. pretty sure they have the technology to figure it out. Also, I've always really liked the idea of sonic showers because they are so low maintenance. You get in, you hit a button, you stand in there for like 30 I, seconds, I like and then that. you're 100 percent clean and you're not like wet that. or anything. Yeah. So what about you, Alex? What do you think? I was actually thinking like, well, so I, I'm a big fan of the Final Fantasy series, but then I was thinking like in every single Final Fantasy game, like the, the main bit is that it's like the end of the world, except for Final Fantasy uh, Tactics Advance, where like the characters are like living in the fantasy world of this of this one kid. So thinking about it now, I'd probably just want to do Star Trek because there's actual like health advances and all that good stuff, which would be nice as opposed oh, yeah. to just living. <laughs> you in never it. have to have invasive surgery. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Star Trek. <laughs> yep. The I think Star Trek is the answer. real answer to this question. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, Holodex exists. Yeah. So if you want to spend a day in the Final Fantasy universe, you can totally do that. As a kid, I was obsessed with having a holodeck because I would just like upload uh-huh. all of my favorite <laughs> books and live through them. You know, just like play through all your favorite books. How cool would that be? Yeah. Um, so we found the right, right answer. So cool. we're unanimous then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, speaking of living in other universes, I have to say, Whitney and I have discovered a doppelganger of you, James. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you ever just, listen to the podcast Limetown? I was just Lime Town? The podcast Lime Town. Um, Our Facebook group, Secret Santa, one of the things that I, or uh, Candle Nights Exchange that we had, one of the things I got from my Candle Nights person was a USB drive with lots of podcasts on it. Um, and one of them was Limetown, and I listened to it nice. at a time when I was sort of like not really receptive to it, but I still have it on the USB, so mm-hmm. uh, whatever you're going to tell me right now, I have access. Also, it's a podcast, so like I have access to it anyway, but like maybe I'll revisit it. Right, but this is actually, okay. they did a TV show version of it. And the guy playing the sound engineer keeps reminding Whitney and I of you. (laughs) Both that he kind of looks like you, but also personality-wise, the lines that he says keep reminding us of you. Um, What's his name? (laughs) Ruben Ripley? Is that that this man's name? Mark Uh, Green? No, I I think his name is Mark. I'm trying to... Omar Elba. Yeah, he's the sound engineer. Yeah, actually... He looks a lot like you, but then also his lines keep reminding us of you. That's really interesting. Huh. All right. He was also in a, in a Tom Hanks movie. So like he's living, he's living my, my fantasy life. That's really interesting. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> and I'm going to, what is, what channel is the, is Limetown's on, it's on. It's oh, Facebook. Okay. I didn't realize that was a thing. The but Facebook what a, videos. What a marvelous future we're living in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where everybody also exactly. has a t- TV film studio <laughs> who has any other kind of internet business. Yeah. But having been a big fan of Lime- fan of Limetown, I think it's a really good adaptation of it. Okay. All right. Well, knowing that that you're also a big fan of it, I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah. I, I mean, I would. It's I could see it not this being for everybody, but I thought the writing was really solid and so. it was a good thriller. So. <laughs> The more success, if only I'd been born in <laughs> September, I could have had a. So he's basically the younger and better you. Exactly. 
He was in a Tom Hanks adaptation of a Dave Eggers novel. So like the world would have been your I'm oyster. I'm really kicking myself yeah. that I wasn't born in September. Thanks, mom. <laughs> this was a lot of fun, and I and I really want to do it again. And you guys are awesome. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, you too. I'm used to having to do research and stuff for an episode, so it's fun to get on and just <laughs> exactly. move around. Yeah. And, and she's, like she said with a list of, of Star Wars and NPR names that she has done research <laughs> yeah. on. and <laughs> That doesn't really feel like research to me, but I can see your point. <laughs> so, James, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Unabashed James. I'll retweet anything from my other shows. And uh, any anytime I do a guest spot, which I like to do, I also will retweet them too. So at Unabashed James is where you can find me. Lindsay, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Lindsay Nelson, and that's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-N-E-L-S-E-N on Twitter. Although it's at least 50% gelato, so if that's your jam, then you should definitely check it out. <laughs> Wait, is it jam or gelato? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm actually related to this episode about to start in November an all Star Wars themed month of flavors. Oh, so nice. <laughs> I love it. So you could check out my Twitter or my Instagram, which is Lindsay Cameron Nelson, uh, for a bunch of pictures of Star Wars themed gelatos coming up. And obviously check out my show, Historical Hotties. We are at Historically Hot on Facebook, Instagram. Awesome. Twitter, all of the social medias. And Alex, where can people find you? Well, so if you want to see cute dog pictures, my dogs have an Instagram, so it is Gromit and Savannah. I'm also on Twitter myself at French AT Music and then Instagram at French Alexander Music. And I'm sometimes on Journey Under 30, sometimes on Myth Takes. I'm on here apparently now too. So, (laughs) yeah. Awesome. Well, is there an established outro for, for Scavenger Hunt? The thing they did last time was they all came up with an outro. Oh, okay. And then that was the, that was the end. <laughs> all right, so let's do an All Saints Day themed outro. Um, oh. My favorite saint is. <laughs> uh, let's do an Election Day. Um, Go vote. Outro. We're gonna yeah. die before Go we're vote. sixty if you guys don't vote for people <laughs> who believe in climate change. I'm just saying. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.